it typically will take about nine to 12 months to be able to launch a brand. One of the things that people really have an aversion to is social media, because the fear is, I don't want anyone to see me fail, or I'm going to get judged. Mm -hmm. Personal branding, again, is just a way to help and serve those that you've identified. It's from a place of service all day long. But in the golden grid, we look at primary and secondary and ancillary business models. We look at short-term. What are you going to do in the meantime to serve and make money while you're building out the bigger picture? Straight from the boardroom to the microphone, I'm April Garcia, and this is Pivot Me, easily applied tools and hacks to get you ahead. This isn't just a podcast. This is an upgrade for your life. Helping good people become even better. This is Pivot Me. I am so pumped to bring you this interview today. This was a live interview I did with Kristen Cullen, a personal brand strategist with the Brand Builders Group, um, someone I've worked with closely for many, many years. Today, she shares how to use the power of personal branding to build an empire and make a difference. To grab some more information on Brand Builders Group, head on over to pivot-me.com backslash brand. We'll give that link at the end as well. This is a company I've personally worked with to build my brand and really pivot that brand. So it aligns well with me, the message and the impact that I want to have. Today, we're going to talk about how really we all have personal brands and how if we don't take the time to shape it, it's going to get shaped for us. You are going to love this interview. Kristen Cullen is a personal brand strategist with the Brand Builders Group. She works with New York Times bestselling authors, health and wellness experts, award-winning and internationally recognized attorneys, physicians, seven-figure influencers, uh, so many people. She speaks on topics like rock-solid reputation, becoming the person people want to do business with, as well as how to use the power of personal branding to build an empire and make a difference. That's this incredible story herself, um, one of remarkable resilience. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. So tell us about the work that you are, actually before we get into the work that you do now, I'd like to know a bit of Kristen's backstory because you have an amazing story. Can you share a little bit about that before we get into it? Yeah, uh, really quickly. Widowed, single mother of three amazing 20-something year old and one teenage girl kids. Uh, Lost my husband to cancer almost 10 years ago. Uh, Found myself in a position to have to reinvent who I was in the world and what I was all about and still be a full-time mom first and foremost. So I was in commercial real estate development for 16 years. By the time I had become a widow, my firm had closed due to the recession at the time. And really looking at what were the options, what were the opportunities and identifying that there was a need in helping startups and entrepreneurs start businesses. So I was doing branding and marketing for those clients in the Detroit metro area. Uh, Automotive industry was hit very, very hard, like many industries during that recession, and did that for a handful of years. And uh, my path crossed with AJ and Roy Vaden and uh, worked with them at our previous company and then left there and we started Brand Builders. There was eight of us all together that started the foundation of Brand Builders Group to help people build their personal brands. And I personally worked with people in 11 different countries to date. So it's been pretty fabulous, including yourself. 
Yeah, yes, indeed, indeed. So before we get into the work that you do with Brand Builders Group, I just got to, I've got to ask a few more questions about what you just shared, um, Kristen. A lot of what we talk about on Pivot Me is sort of these critical moments where everything changed. You just mentioned a couple of them right there. And first, not only were you widowed, which is obviously significant and huge and so impactful, but then the industry that you're in got hit hard and you had to go leap into a brand new industry. Mm-hmm. That takes a ton of courage. I mean, what what was that like? <laughs> Talk about navigating uncertainty. Yeah, you know, I think the one thing that the cancer journey and being a caregiver for over four years uh, taught me was there's no time to figure it out. It's you, mm-hmm. you do it, do what you need to do. I've had many people say to me, I don't think I could have done what you did. Well, you don't know until being strong is all you've got. You know, I just really focused on what were the priorities and really everything for me is grounded in gratitude. While life was difficult at that time, there was so much to be grateful for that I had opportunities sitting right in front of me. And I think it's about being resourceful. You know, people think, well, I don't have the resources. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't have money. I don't have the name. I don't have the network. Everything you need is right in front of you. You just have to figure it out. So while I was hit numerous times and pushed down, um, every time I was pushed down, was another opportunity to figure it out and be redirected. Pivot me is a perfect word or name or certainly uh, part of my journey. And I've landed uh, exactly where I'm meant to be. And had I not experienced all of those things, I don't know that I'd be here doing this, talking to you right now. So one thing I want to point out is um, for those who are listening and maybe for those who are watching right now that are having a particularly difficult time in life, it doesn't necessarily feel like growth in the moment. I mean, you're saying, hey, I, I, you know, I've got gratitude and I've got this perspective, but I'm sure in the moment, it sure as hell doesn't feel like that. Yeah, I think what happens is, and it's very easy to be victimized by our circumstances. You know, certainly this last year has put a lot of people in the space of self-reflection and really wondering, am I in the right space? Mm-hmm. And I think what happens is, Rather than say, why is this happening to me? Really just figure out, like, what is this teaching me? What is this giving me an opportunity to do? And that's a mindset thing. And here's how it is. Like when I even work with my clients in resiliency, it's give yourself a timeline. Give yourself permission to feel it, to be scared, angry, whatever it is you're feeling. But then once that timeline is over that you've set for yourself, Mm -hmm. you got to pivot. You got to make the mindful choice to redirect yourself to what's possible. Because without those setbacks and failures and losses and disappointments, I don't think we really grow. I use the analogy with my oldest son when he was in high school, life is never a straight line. And if it is, that's a really bad indicator because flat line means you're dead. So mm-hmm. when we have these moments, which is life, sure. uh, just always look for the redirection. Always look for the redirection. That is that is powerful. Earlier, you're saying about it's not about your resources. I always like the phrase, it's not about your resources, it's about your resourcefulness. Yep. So Tony Robbins all the way. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. How does that um how does that experience, how does your resourcefulness and your resilience, how does that influence what you do today? And then let's actually get into what you do today. But how do how do you bring that into whether it's working with clients, whether it's speaking, how does that influence it? So Uh, Brand builders, we all have our own personal brand, just like our clients. We were never clients of the company. The foundational eight were not. And we wanted to know what the process was like. We wanted to intimately relate to all of our clients. We know how difficult this is. This is a lot of work. 
build a personal brand. If anyone thinks mm-hmm. they're going to build a brand in 30 days, as you know firsthand, that isn't true. More like two years. So I'll, I'll give you an example. So Remarkable Resilience is my program that I work with people. And what I found in, in working with clients and personal branding is a lot of them, no matter how successful they are, still mm-hmm. have this self-worth issue. A lot of them are like, you know, imposter syndrome. Who do I think I am? How is my story? Does my story really matter? And cultivating cross-branding, my personal brand of remarkable resilience with my business brand, which is Brand Builders Group, I'm best able to serve my clients. The problem I solve in the world is discouragement. My Mm -hmm. message is don't give up on yourself, on your dreams, your goals, God, if you're faith-based. And my one word, uniqueness, is resilient. As you know, we call that a brand positioning statement. Those Mm -hmm. statements are very, very clear. And it's very clear in my messaging. And so this is what we help our clients do. In this past year, March 15th to 2020, I sent out an email to all of my active clients at the time saying, free calls this weekend. Let's see where you're at. And it was funny. You popped in my head because I said, I want to help you pivot. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a lot of people who were speakers. who sure. didn't, I mean, the speaking world was at a standstill. People were sure. losing figures in a matter of days. Mm-hmm. And my foundation and resiliency and helping and supporting them in reinventing what speaking looked like or other revenue streams really served my clients. Um, again, I've never known an entrepreneur who wasn't discouraged at one point or another. Sure. Sure. Yeah. It's the highs are very high and the lows are pretty low. I would see, I could see how in 2020, your, uh, your resilience and also just your amazing ability to pivot in times of uncertainty really would lend itself to helping people yeah. last year. Well, currently still a little yeah. bit. Um, yeah. Just, I could, yeah. yeah. But one at the end, it hasn't changed all that much. And, right. and in some ways in our business, uh, while there was a lot of uncertainty about people investing themselves, it was an opportunity mm-hmm. for people who in the corporate world, or they were doing something entrepreneurial that wasn't really working for them to everyone was at home. They yeah. were forced to sit and think and reflect And so it was a really big opportunity to help those entrepreneurial minds who never stepped into that because they were in the trap of collecting a paycheck Mm -hmm. and that style into really looking at what was possible for them. And it's been a really rewarding last year for us as a company, for our clients. One thing that um, I know you know as well, um, Mark Keen and I discussed is that though when we started going down the road of of last year, we'll say um, when COVID first hit, Though that might be a unique scenario for us, times of massive uncertainty is not. Um, navigating difficult times is not. And all the same tools, it, you know, we, so many people focus on, well, this is a brand new thing. This is a brand new thing. And how do we navigate it? It's like, no, struggle is not brand new. Uncertainty is not brand new. You know, ups and downs of, of the market and business. Yeah, it's, it, it was the perfect storm. But really, it was just massive uncertainty. And how do we navigate that? Let's pull all the tools that we know that works in those times. It might be a little bit more pronounced. We might have to connect right. some of those tools, but it's the same situation if we look at it that way. And it, it puts the power back in our hands. Otherwise, we feel disempowered to navigate this time. Yeah, taking control of your own direction or destination or destiny is really important. And with mm-hmm. entrepreneurial minds, they're risk takers by nature. You know, tax sure. is not uncommon. But again, it was an opportunity for the people who were not happy in what they were doing, feeling like knowing they didn't have job security per se, um, really step into their own and and really embrace how they could serve 
those who need them in the world. Did you see a lot of that? Did you see a lot of people pivoting last year? Yeah, but yeah. So current clients who had, you know, very heavy speaking business pivoted into virtual offerings and recreating what speaking looked like. But then also just new people who were like, look, I've been in this job for 20 years, 15 years, 10 years. I make a really good living, but I'm sitting here at home looking at four walls saying, is this what I really want to do? Is this what I'm called to do? And I think there's a big movement in all the world in people wanting to have an impact. People Mm -hmm. want to make a difference and have money be a result. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I say it all the time when I do introduction calls, free brand calls, You know, and I say, look, if you said, I want to make $10 million, we're not for you. But if you said, I want to impact a million lives and make $10 million doing it, Mm -hmm. we've got you. And it's really mission-based messengers. So it's very Mm -hmm. important that people understand that personal branding is not self-promotion. It's Mm -hmm. not Eric. It's how can you clearly and effectively communicate to your identified audience how you can help them and serve them. Yeah. Talk about why that's so important. Like a, a big piece of that is, is identifying your avatar and making sure that you're talking to your avatar. Explain what an avatar is and why it's so important to speak directly to them. Absolutely. So an avatar is a fictitious character, but the ideal character you get to design. If you could bottle this person to serve them and help them prosper and grow, whatever that area is, mm-hmm. what does that person look like? A lot of times our clients will, you know, model it after a client that they wish they had a, a thousand of. Sometimes mm-hmm. they could just create a melting pot of all different types of characters into one. Sure. Remember all your content is for one person. It's not for the masses. So if you're writing a book, you're writing a book for one person. If you are speaking on a stage, you're talking directly to one person. Social media content, same thing, podcasting. And the reason why is that's where you, you create connection and relatedness and you build trust. Mm-hmm. When you have watered down focus, you have diluted results. Rory says it all the time. And it's true. Pick a lane, pick who you're going to serve, start there, become known for that. And then you can expand from there. Sure. And that's a huge deviation. I want to point out that's a huge devi- deviation, um, especially from the corporate world, because we speak more to the masses. Like, well, we don't want to isolate or we want to pick up the business in that market or that market. So what I found coming from the corporate world and moving into, okay, let me take a look at my own personal brand. That was a huge adjustment for me because, because you come from sales and ops and you're like, no, no, we might, we might miss business on this or we might isolate someone over here that could be a new market for us. That's a, that's a big shift. And instead you're, you're there to serve this one kind of person because I, I always say, you can't ask the question, can I help someone? Because the answer is probably yes, you're resourceful, you'll, you, you can help people, but, but should I help this person? Who's the person that I can most profoundly impact? And if we don't only speak to that one person, then the impact we make is completely diluted. You're, you're, and it's kind of like that like and repel thing a lot of people talk about. Sometimes your message is going to repel certain people. Sometimes your message is going to go, oh, I don't like her because... I don't like her because she cusses. I don't like him because he's too he's too aggressive. You know, some people are going to like John Maxwell and other people are like Grant Cardone. And that's okay. It's supposed to be that way. Yeah. Um, and so that's a really important thing, especially if you're coming from the corporate world, know that you'll probably have the tendency to want to speak to everybody. And then your message isn't as hard impacting as it could be. Yeah, here's a caveat to that. And, and you've experienced this firsthand going from the masses to like a really focused you know, group or, mm-hmm. or a client, it's very intimate. It's very, <laughs> feel very exposed. Sure. When you're talking 
masses and you're in the corporate world, you can kind of hide a little bit. You can hide yeah. out. It's not so much about look at how I can serve you. It's like, this is how we can serve all of you. Sure. This is a very uncomfortable, vulnerable journey, but do it scared anyways, because the reward yeah. is huge. It's absolutely huge. Oh, that's so good. I got to write that down. Um, <laughs> transitioning from the we can serve all of you to I can serve you. Wow, that is profound. That's succinctly exactly that transition that has happened. And, and to your point, that was something that I struggled with as well. I may have just had a vulnerability call this morning about someone in my keynote saying, well, you got to add a little bit more of your backstory. I was like, oh, but we start where we are and just move forward. So um, yeah, we're still all still students of this. So, um, okay. So talk about what a personal brand is and why it is so important. Sure. So as I mentioned earlier, it's really about how can you serve an identified audience, but it's how can I be of service to you? Just like we mentioned a few moments ago, and we help people get really clear on who they are in that identified world and, and grouping of, of, of people. While mm-hmm. we want to serve 7.2 billion or 7.7 billion people in the world, mm-hmm. we just can't, it's not even physically possible. But we help people with strategy on identifying and creating, we call it a golden grid. It's like your business modeling. Once we have your brand positioning statement down, we've got clarity as the foundation. Then we identify who it is you're going to serve. And we say we're a little different. We say you can have up to three avatars that have like a core. Uh, What happens is people have a mindset block of, well, wait a minute. If I just serve that 35-year-old woman married with two kids, I'm going to exclude serving all these other people not really true. It's really, a, a we're creating a tangible because it's much easier to write to one person than it is to all the people that you don't know anything about. So we get really, really, really intimate and granular on like the things that they need, what they're looking for, you know, what are their goals? What, what are they passionate about? One of the things that people really have an aversion to is social media. They're afraid to show up, visibility. Sure. People can't do business with you unless they know who you are. Bottom line, I personally had to have visibility coaching, because I was hiding out too. I was teaching people not to hide out because the fear is I don't want anyone to see me fail or I'm going to get judged. I'm going to get thought of as this arrogant, obnoxious, self-promoting individual. Ding, ding. Yes. That's not personal branding. Mm -hmm. Personal branding, again, is just a simplified, clear way to help and serve those that you've identified. It's from a place of service all day long. But in the golden grid, we look at primary and secondary and ancillary business models. We look at short term. What are you going to do in the meantime to serve and make money while you're building out the bigger picture? It typically will take about nine to 12 months to be able to launch a brand. In reality, this is an ongoing relationship. We've been working with you a long time and and you see that firsthand. You know that firsthand. And It can be frustrating. I mean, I've had clients just say, look, I had an expectation that once I launch, people are going to come banging my door down or, you know, what this has taken way longer than I thought it would. And, you know, the the hardest part is telling people to be patient. And like, there's a, there's, there's a plan here, you know, because we go into visual identity. Once you get the foundation done, you got to be visible. So you got to get some appropriate photography done. Mm -hmm. You've got website done. You've got to, you know, get clear on like what it is that you're going to offer. You know, are you going to write a book? Are you going to be a paid keynote? Are you going to have just virtual offerings? Are you going to be a one-on-one? So all of this has to be worked through. The reason that personal branding is important, just like a business brand, for example, 
You want people, when they hear your name or see your name, you want people who are looking for you in the world to truly get a clear understanding what it is that you can do for them and with them. And without personal branding, it's just a bunch of content. So when I go back to social media, one of the things that we do is we identify what are the questions Mm -hmm. your avatar has. Mm -hmm. We say, hey, let's do 52. Remember that? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Like, that's daunting. Oh, my gosh. 52. Why 52? Because we're very methodical. We're simplistically planned out. Those questions that you answer in the format of a video or a live or content on your social media is there every week. It's 52 weeks of content. That is your that is your solid foundation of content. We're not going to say to you, hey, next year, give me 52 more. Sure. You can organically post just like you do and do lives and do stories, mm-hmm. all these different things. Yeah. But the consistency is super important. People have a habit of they'll post 20 times in a week and then no one hears from them for a month mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. It's either they don't want to, they don't feel like it, they, they're frustrated. So what we really encourage people to do is if you have an adversity to that, then invest in a VA or, or a, a media person that will do it for you. Sure. The investment far outweighs the, the return when you when you don't like to do something, we tend to not do it or we avoid doing it. And that's counterproductive to being able to build your brand awareness. The other thing that people make a mistake in especially in the startup mode, is they say yes to every opportunity, thinking it's going to build brand awareness quicker. And that's not true if you're saying yes to every opportunity that's not a fit. Sure. You have to be selective in what you do. I'm on the Pivot Me you know, podcast because your audience mm-hmm. is a shared listening audience of mine. So mm-hmm. I am now connecting and putting myself in front of all the you know April Garcia followers and fans in hopes Mm -hmm. that just one or two say, hey, you know what? I think I need brand builders help in building a brand. Majority of your clients are entrepreneurial, Mm -hmm. but I go on a plumbing podcast because there's nothing I can do to serve a plumber unless he wants to brand his own business. But for the most part, it just wouldn't make sense. Yeah. Yeah. Learning alignments is important. Sure. A couple of things I want to point out there. One is um, the idea of like any media is good media. Well, again, our time is finite. So be very particular about where you're investing your time to um, Kristen's point. I'm so used to calling you Casey. I'm just going to have to call you Casey or, or else I'm going to trip me up every time. Um, so two points I want to make. One is, you know, Keith Cunningham famously said more entrepreneurs die of indigestion instead of starvation. They're trying to do too much. They're trying to take in too many clients. They're trying to do too many events like what you're talking about, you've got to be very strategic about, hey, does their audience align with me? Does this thing I'm about to do really make the most impact? So I love that you pointed that out. One thing I want to address too is if you're thinking, well, do I need a personal brand? Here's the truth. If you haven't built your personal brand, don't worry, you already have one. Be intentional about building it. It's the things that Things that they say about you when you're not in the room, that's your personal brand. And so you can either intentionally build it or just let it unfold naturally. But it's about building that reputation, but also building that impact. And they go hand in hand because I see a lot of people go, well, how important is the personal brand? I found out it's incredibly important because 
yes, you've got this brand out there. And even if you're in the corporate space, we do have a few corporate listeners. You know, I'm just thinking about one client in particular that I work with. She's positioning herself currently real time um, as a subject matter expert in a field in, in speech analytics. Her personal brand is very important to this piece. It's it's critical to her positioning herself as the SME. She's She does amazing work. She's brilliant. But that personal brand has got to go hand in hand because the, you know, the corporation she's working with is not going to build that for her. It's incumbent upon her to build it and what will follow more impact, more money, more speaking opportunities. All these things happen, but first you have to build it. So if you're not building a personal brand, one is being built for you. And I would encourage you to stop and think about, is it the right message I want to be out there? And if not, what can I do to change it? Yeah. People are so quick to go to content, to build the website, to do the social, to get the photos. But here's the thing. You would never build a beach house on two fix. There's no ability or foundation there. Creating content without the clarity of the problem you solve, that ideal client, like who it is you're serving, what's your messaging and what's your uniqueness, like why you is going to have you like playing darts in the dark. Mm-hmm. And when I come across many people who are at such a high level of frustration when I do like free brand calls that I have to almost earn their trust all over again because they've done things that they thought mm-hmm. were misinformed in the past and they've invested mm-hmm. a lot of money. And so they're gun shy, they're frustrated, they're not sure. And I think we do a really good job by just simplifying the process. It's not an easy process. You know this, it's a lot of work. But we do simplify it in a way everyone and anyone can build a brand. And we really think about five factors. We we think about learning style first. Mm-hmm. We look at, uh, of course, budget. Uh, we look at urgency, time commitment. Like, what is your time that you can commit to building your brand? I tell people, mm-hmm. put personal branding on your calendar, just like you're going to go to the doctor. Or you would never cancel on a client. Mm-hmm. Cancel on yourself. This is... Mm-hmm. This is really, really important that people are willing to invest the time Mm -hmm. more so than the money into building that brand. Because if there's confusion in your content, then there's confusion in who you're able to connect with. Yeah, absolutely. And confused clients don't purchase. They're not as, they're not as profoundly impacted and they don't tend to purchase whatever service or product that could totally radically change their lives. Mm -hmm. You're not going to connect with them if they're confused. Yeah. There are people who are experts in their space that we actually uh, share their content with. Peter Sheehan is one. Sheehan's wall is really going from unknown to known. And what is that? And again, it's like picking a lane. A great example of that would be The Rock. Dwayne Johnson right now is like the number one social media Instagram influence in the world. Mm -hmm. Why? Because he's got a really solid personal brand. But how did he begin? He began as a football player. People think he started in wrestling. He didn't. He was I a didn't know that player. either. Huh. So he was a football player, became known as a football player, became a wrestler, became known as a wrestler, then became an actor, then became, you know, he has his mm-hmm. own production company. Now he owns like a tequila company. And so he added things along the way as his, his reputation was growing. Oprah's another example. You know, she was a mm-hmm. That, and a journalist, and then and then she was a talk show host, and then she had a media company, then she got into retail, and now she has a network, and you know she had her magazine. There's a lot of examples in a business world. Amazon, they start off as a bookseller. Now mm-hmm. Amazon everything they can. Is the best in their space, and then became the best in more space, and they expanded out. Yeah, yeah. 
Everything demands your attention right now. You want to be on your A-game, but you need two of you just to manage your day. But what if I could multiply you? What if I told you there are secrets that top performers are using right now to still get ahead? There are, and I'll give them to you. In my new Four Steps videos, I'll show you how to master distraction, practice prioritization, get the right things done without working more hours. And for now, I'm doing it for free. Your time is priceless right now and you need to take back control of your day and your to-do list. Go to pivot-me.com backslash four steps and you can begin the videos within seconds. We all need more time right now and four steps will give it to you. Yes, you can multiply yourself and I'll show you how to do it in four steps. Let's talk about a couple of actual personal brands that people might be able to identify with. So maybe it's whether it's Brene Brown or Dave Ramsey or people that have very clear personal brands that that if you're not familiar with that language, you may not be calling it that. Yeah, that is exactly right. So it's very clear that the problem Brene Brown solves is shame. And, you know, her solution to shame is vulnerability, right? Mm -hmm in order for me to get over the shame, I have to be vulnerable to do so. I have to take the steps and vulnerability is courage. It's not weakness. She Mm -hmm. has perfected that. Her messaging is broad and clear that everyone's waiting for her next thing. That is a solid personal brand. Dave Rams all about getting out of debt. Now he's about cash flow. So, you know, he was in the getting out of debt thing for 30 plus years. He had a foundational focus, was super brilliant in, in making sure that he was able to offer Peace University through thousands of church-based environments and communities. And now he's expanding from there. And again, cultivating, becoming known for one thing, you've got the strong following. And then when you release the next big thing, people are right waiting for it. Yeah. That's a, those are great examples. And um, again, we just may not be calling it personal brand, but that's really what it is. So walk me through. So obviously I'm a huge fan of Brand Builders Group. Um, I've been with you guys probably for two years. We've worked together um, and it's been amazing, amazing experience. Walk us through the process of working with Brand Builders Groups and then kind of the um, sections that you guys focus on, like the, the keynote speaking or world-class speaking, I think it is. And um you help with the digital course, like all the pieces that you guys focus on and, and who you're right for. Sure. So the first step is always identifying your brand DNA. This is mm-hmm. one. You have a couple different ways to do that. You attend an event. You did that. Mm-hmm. Or you can do a one-on-one if that's your learning style and your preference. But finding your brand DNA is a foundational piece. In fact, we it is mandatory if you mm-hmm. want to go branding journey with us. Because without that clarity, we're going to be spinning our wheels with you and there'll be a lot of frustration. We have a lot of specialty programs. In fact, right now we offer 13 programs. By the end of 2021, we'll expand it to uh, 15 uh, events programs. All of these events are either an event foundation. Right now, they're all live, real-time live on Zoom, and we have small six-to-one ratio breakout rooms. Mm-hmm. We've never had an event, um, which were normally in Nashville due to COVID. We just pivoted, as in the April yeah. Garcia uh, language, we pivoted re- yeah. literally in three days. I co-led our first real-time virtual uh, event, and it was so well-received that we can actually serve more people in our events than filling a room in Nashville. We don't know if 
to go back to physical live, but right I now, Nashville. I miss I Nashville. Miss you too. Uh, there's always that beautiful component of community sure. being able to be with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, but so we have four phases, right? The first phase is branding, brand, mm-hmm. finding the DNA, captivating content, which is where you create your body of work. It's also acts as a as a framework to, to write a book. If you want to be sure. an author. And world-class presentation craft. Those are the three events or one-on-ones that complete the phase one of branding. Then mm-hmm. phase two, marketing. You know, creating your, uh, building your revenue stream, which is like your website and your content and your, uh, how are you going to price for your services and all of those things. Uh, we also get into um, bestseller launch and we mm-hmm. also get into um, yeah, keynote calendar. You know, if you're going to be a, a speaker, how are you going to market that? Really, sure. really important. Phase the business three. of speaking is huge. Huge. Absolutely. Phase three is about selling. Okay. Now you've done all the work. Sure. A lot of people have an adversity to selling. Yeah. So how are you going to do that in the virtual world? And how are you going to do that face to face? And then the fourth phase is scaling. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm selling, but what is scalable? What can I monetize on and what's not? We know in the short term, one-on-one is great. It's instant. You can create a business as you have very quickly doing that, but it is not scalable because there's only one you Mm -hmm. and and there's only so many hours in a day. But if you can take what you're doing one-on-one and create opportunity to Mm -hmm. work with more people, Offering different levels, you know, as as we've talked about, we call it collapsible offer, bundle offers, then let's do that. But how are you going to scale up? Yeah. So that's really, really important. And then we have a, a series of personal development uh, programs that we offer on mindset and or getting more granular on specific things that we teach about. For example, you know, the 15 P's and the... the mm-hmm. uh, we call it the content diamond, which is how we help you uh, put content on social media. Outside of the core four phases in the personal development, we also offer brand implementation services where we work with our um, our preferred vendor partners, website development, photography, visual identity, right. integration. Uh, so we outsource that um, collectively in partnership with our client, with our preferred vendors for our clients. And that can be, you know, a pick or choose of a wide variety of offerings. But in order for us to even make those introductions, that finding your brand DNA is the mm-hmm. foundation. We need clarity before we can serve you. Yeah, it's huge. And it's not, this isn't just a box that you check. This was, um, and you, you, you kind of mentioned this in the beginning, but I really want to emphasize, it's not just a box you checked. I was having a conversation with someone this morning and we were talking about, this is your life's work. So whatever that is, so whether that you're a business advisor, you're a podcaster, you're an author, you're a speaker, you're a C-level executive at some company, this is really about your life's work. It's worth it. It's worth it's worth it to take some time, both uh, sort of the mental real estate and the financial investment as well. But it's it's worth it to kind of be able to boil down what you've been doing for a long time that you're crazy passionate about. Take the time to actually boil that down and then package it in a way that makes the most sense for people and will deliver the most impact. Um, yeah. I can't emphasize how important that is. And so one of the things we say, and this absolutely applies to you, mm-hmm. who you are today is best suited to serve who you once were. Our personal brands are built on our story, whatever that yeah, is. Line one more time. That was so yeah. good. Who you are today is best suited to serve who you once were. So remarkable resilience 
didn't just get created out of the sky. It was yeah. a series of, of chapters and events in my life, both professionally and personally, that I became known for getting up and brushing myself off. And people were always drawn to, you know, how do you do that? I have people say to me all the time, I could never do what you've done. You don't know until being strong is all you've got, as I mentioned before. And realizing that your story has value. Either we have people who have like the most catastrophic experiences and 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 really interesting past, past. and then we have other people who say, well, you know, nothing really extraordinary has ever happened to me. I'm kind of boring. My story doesn't really matter. But the reality is, if you're looking at building a personal brand, it's because you're drawn to serve people in that space. So it's really important. You know, a lot of times people will build a brand. We talk about what are you passionate about. Mm-hmm. No, people here are passionate. They think about what are the things that make me feel good? What are the things I love to do? But a lot of times the not more than not, it's what are the things that tick you off that you want to be a stand for change? Ooh, a lot yeah. of our people build brands based on injustices and inequalities and unserved areas. Um, so super, super important. You bottled what you experienced over the years in the professional world, you know, building businesses and selling you know, top 1%, you now serve people in that space and teaching them what you did yourself along the way, what you know works, what you know doesn't work mm-hmm. and be extremely relatable. You know, you know what burnout's all about. You know mm-hmm. what it's like to miss out on things with your family in the face of building a business, but you have perfected mm-hmm. a system that you can have, you know, be able to have your family be first and everything else around it comes second. And, and that's really, really powerful, especially with this, this new normal that we all have where families everywhere, you know, our loved ones are relying on us. People are doing Zoom calls that they'd never think in a million years to be, you know, doing them in their home with the kids running around the background. Sure. I guess that's our new normal. Yeah. How can you serve those so that you can have that time with your family and your loved ones is really what we're committed to. Yeah, that is huge. So when you're saying it was, uh, I'd forgotten about the piece about a lot of times your personal brand can be something that ticks you off and something that you're passionate about addressing an injustice of the world. Um, That was a really good reminder. I've got to to think on that. I forgot about that. Um, Casey, let me ask you this. If you could tell the world one thing, speaking of that, like what, what, whether it's something that ticked you off, whether it's an injustice or just something you really want to get out there, what would be that one thing you tell it? For myself personally, yeah, the one thing I'm so committed to is that people don't give up on themselves. Mm. 100%. It's a series of seasons. Whatever you're going through right now isn't forever. And it's yeah. just fueling, you know, or redirecting you to really more of a, of a calling. I really believe that. I've never worked for anyone else since the age of 23. I've always worked for myself. And serving others. I've always been in the service space. I have a foundation in hospitality. So, you know, talk about a visual of serving, but it's a, an amazing foundation to, to really uh, cultivate, you know, how to sell, how to talk, humility, rejection, all of those things. And it's easy to give up, mm-hmm. but I'm, I'm a 100% commitment to people never giving up on their own greatness. Super important. Wow. That's powerful. That is a powerful. Um, I think there's people that are probably listening right now who really needed to hear that. So I'm, th- I'm glad that you said that. 
So talk to me about what's next. What's next for you? What's next for Brand Builders? So Brand Builders continues to build out new programs. Uh, Rory Vaden, who's one of our co-founders, just has such an amazing ability to identify needs in the world. Uh, he creates the most amazing programs. As you know, you've experienced um, a handful of them with him. And uh, I feel so incredibly blessed and fortunate to be a part of this Brand Builders team. Um, so we're really committed to building more personal brands more than ever in 2021. We've increased the number of events. We repeat our events multiple times throughout the year. So our Finding Your Brand DNA event, which is the, the stepping stone to building your brand, um, that's offered every other month right now. If the demand is there, we'll do it every month. That's our goal to have to offer that um, every month. We also have a new offering where we can actually do custom private events with a minimum of five participants for the same cost of going to an event with us. We'll create a private event for you with the same content so that you don't have to wait until it hits the calendar. That's something new for 2021. Um, and wow. it's pretty dynamic. Yeah. Yeah. Super excited. I'm very about interested. Okay. Yeah, I um, I was fortunate enough to uh, speak to a physician who has had a small practice, and he, they didn't want to wait for the next event. Mm -hmm. And uh, I saw it as an opportunity, and I said, "Well, you know, let's do a let's do a private one." Uh, so it's kind of middle range between the event and like one on one. You know, the higher the intimacy, the higher the price point it it will be. Um, so we're just going to continue to serve uh, as many people as we can in this space all over the world, and. Uh, we're out there on other people's podcasts like yours, introducing ourselves to the world of people who don't know us and we don't know them yet. Sure. Uh, certainly our referral program is amazing. And uh, if we're doing our job well, we have clients that have been ge very generous to us by referring business to us. So we love that um, so much. And uh, like I said, Rory's creating two, two new programs by the end of 2021 mm -hmm. that I'm to talk about yet, but um, just looking for ways to serve people more. Um, I just recently lost Remarkable Resilience, which is a program that I offer through my personal brand and helping people have breakthroughs in the face of breakdowns. Uh, it's all founded in gratitude and, and taking ownership and getting empowered and then creating what that reinvention using resilience as a, as a tool and what the future looks like. They get to design the life that they choose uh, once they break through the spaces of setback, loss, and failure. Sure. Wow, that's powerful. Boy, the world really needs that right now. I'm so excited you're launching that. That's amazing. So before before my last question, um, Casey, I do want to mention, you know, as as we talked about through this, is I've worked with Brand Builders Group. We've we've partnered. We've worked on a lot of projects together. It's been an amazing experience. I've definitely directed a lot of people your way because I believe in in what you're doing. I love the concept of this mission-driven messenger. In fact, it overlaps so closely with what we do at Maven, which is my consulting company that owns PivotMe. You know, we work with contribution-focused entrepreneurs. They have to be contribution-focused. They have to be moving towards something bigger and they're going to give back. And I saw that in, in you guys and what you stood for. And you've just built such an amazing company and offering. And I can't uh, I can't say enough good things about the Brand Builders Group. So if you're not already familiar with them, definitely get familiar with them. We're going to uh, make sure that we get some links both in the show notes and we'll get some real time here in just a second. But I can't say enough good things about you guys. You guys were instrumental both in my own brand journey and switching from sort of uh, more of a traditional corporate branding to personal branding. Um, and then launching the digital course. And plus, you know, you've worked with a lot of my clients and a lot of people that I, I work very closely with and seeing 
the transformation that they've experienced has been just remarkable. So um, I love the work that you guys keep uh, doing and keep kicking ass out there. We love you too, April. We've been, you've been very generous to us in, in spreading the word about brand builders and indebted to you and the quality of people that you bring to the table for us has just been amazing. And you say, I call it the exponential effect. Mm-hmm. You know, when we started brand builders, the goal was to change the world. And so how, how are people going to change the world? And it's really through one person at a time, helping them be the best that they can be, where that mm-hmm. they can place of service. And that's really the exponential effect. And we're, we're watching this take form and it is, it's so exciting. And, and we just, we just love the work that our clients are doing out in the world. We couldn't be more proud. Yeah. You guys are making a huge impact out there. So um, you're impacting those that are impacting and it just gets bigger and bigger every day. So where can people find you? Where can they get more of both you and Brand Builders Group? The direct way to you know do a call with me is freebrandcall.com back AC. And I also know that you have a link that you can provide in the show notes yes. for your listeners and your clients. I encourage them to use that link because it's a little bit more direct and automated um, where that people can just go ahead and click on your, your link and and uh, move them forward to having a call. And all those calls will go directly to me. Um, so I would welcome anyone who is a follower of April Garcia, because I know that they're serious entrepreneurs who are looking to be better uh, and, and serve their audience. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for this information today. Thank you for sharing your story too. I really appreciate that. It's uh, Your story is such a critical part to who you are and also the service that you bring to people. I know that you that you come from a place of service and that the people that are working with you and that uh, get on these calls with you really benefit from the experience that you have and the expertise you have. So thanks for sharing with us. Thanks so much for having me. All right. Have a great day. Great conversation today with Kristen at the Brand Builders Group out of Tennessee. I loved how when we were discussing moving from the corporate world to the personal branding world, she said, moving from saying, we can help you guys to I can help you. That was such a simple yet powerful, powerful change. And she she got me when she said that I had to write that down. I really want you to connect with the Brand Builders Group, see what they're doing for brands like Lewis Howes, Kevin and Harrington, and, and my brand. Take a look at pivot-me.com backslash brand. But for today, I want you to think about your own personal brand, not your company's brand, but yours. Does it align with you? Does it say what you need it to say? Does it support just who you are now? Or does it support setting you up for your next level? Time to get working on that brand. Thank you so much for dialing in today. And don't forget, make sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcast. And if you love what you hear, give us a five-star review. It means the world to us. Hit me up on Instagram at the April Garcia or check us out online at pivot-me.com. This is all made possible with the support of you listeners, the numerous contributors, and our clients. Our music and production is by the amazing Rockwood Audio. Join me next time for more tips on how to hack success. And until then, make it a great day. Thanks, guys. You guys are amazing.